All right. Welcome back to episode, I don't even know what it is, to be honest. I think it's 47, but it's our second live YouTube video. Um, I'm here with Hixie. Thanks for joining me again, mate. No, I'm glad to be back again. Um, just feels like yesterday we are back here doing it, but uh, no Corey today, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. Well, I was just about to say as well, I reckon you're nearly too I see the way, the way you're going. Oh, you could even be the CEO. Um, you've delivered, you've done a bit of research on today, which is going to be a big episode. Um, what else is news in the world of Ben Hicks? Uh, what did I get up to in the week that I haven't been on the pod? Uh, Friday night, actually, I went to Rochester Footy Club there. Um, they got affected by the flood, floods pretty bad, and they had a comedian, you know, that um, suburban footballer, yeah, that's Tom right. Seagit. Yeah, um, he was he was actually pretty funny. He was a pisser. Had everyone from the start to the end, um, absolute class. He just talks about footy, talks about life, and yeah, it's a good show if you ever get to see him, chance. Um, yeah, he was a pisser, so that was Friday night. Cricket, sad day. Um, we got dropped down to E-grade. Yeah, man, the boys. But two out of three played well. Um, Justin, 54. Not bad. Half century, yeah. Um, hit a six to bring up a cent- half century as well. Just, Did he raise the bat? Yeah, of course. Just not not too big. Just, just enough. Just, yep. just enough to go, yeah, I've done it. Yep. It was a game at hand. Um, then Baden, four for 16 off eight and 18 runs. And I was the one who did fuck all. I made five. <laughs> Five. That was it. Yeah, I got out to the best ball of the day, of course. Yeah, yeah, I heard it was a jaffer. Yeah, and what about yourself, mate? What have you been up to? Um, just organising this pod and um, a few of the other club podcasts that uh, we have been doing. So for those local in the uh, GV region, uh, Golden Valley, um, there's a few football clubs that we've been doing club podcasts for. So just organising those and um, we have a few things in the pipeline that we're working on, which uh, could be quite exciting come footy season for those that love their footy. So... Um, yeah, that's about all from me. But in terms of uh, the world of sports, there's been plenty happening. Um, oh, yeah, there is a lot going on. Yeah, so you've got the NBA at the moment. You've had Kyrie Irving go from the Nets to the Mavs, and he's just a circus, that bloke. Um, even for people that don't watch it, I had people message me saying, what's Kyrie Irving doing? He's an absolute clown. And people going like, oh, Kyrie's going to the Mavs. How good's this? And I'm like, you don't even watch NBA. So like, it just goes to show um, it's either the fact that I run a sports podcast mm, or, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, that was big news within itself. Um, didn't affect me fantasy-wise, but that's Yeah, good. not me either, but I'm, st- I'm sitting third in fantasy. Thanks for bringing that up. Yeah, I knew you wanted to bring it up, <laughs> so I thought I'd throw in a segue there. I can't believe how well you're going. That's good. But when the playoffs come, that's the time of B. Hicks to see what he's really capable of, which will be good. Um, we also had the Manchester City news for those that watch the EPL. Um, it's still an evolving story, but in summary, it's basically it's their second offence that they've had. Um, the first one being that it would cost them $46 million. Um, this is Australian dollars, but to be honest, that's chump change for yeah, them, peanuts, what yeah. they've been spending on the plays. But in terms of the charges now, it's in these sort of leagues, it's not really about money. It's about um, they're going to have points deducted from this season. That's pretty much guaranteed. But there is talks of not only that, but the titles being stripped of them from 2011 to 2018, which I'm rubbing my hands together because that's about three of Liverpool's titles. <laughs> but it's one of those ones. It's like the old Joe Watson Brownlow medal yeah. sort of thing. It's like, do you really want those after it's happened? It just makes this year a whole lot interesting, doesn't it? Because they're right up there. So does yeah. that mean they'll drop down to something? How How far... Ahead of they, and if they lose points, how low will they go? So there is talks that they will lose um, a minimum of 15 points for this year, but then there's also another um, flip of the coin around whether they get expelled from the Premier League. Jeez. (laughs) Yeah, so on their first um, offence, they got uh, banned from the UEFA Champions League for two seasons. Um, And then, yeah, from here they're they're, they're talking about, yeah, a potential of expulsion from the league. I'm not sure if that's obviously forever or if they just drop down to the championship level. but They drop down with West Ham. Yeah, well, <laughs> your boys are in a bit of strife at the moment. Yeah, no, you're not looking good. Um, but, yeah, there's there's plenty to play out there. So um, knowing me and my editing skills and uh, getting this video out, that we uh, a lot more developed by the time um, this is said through. But you've got the NFL playoffs, uh, uh, the NFL Super Bowl, I should say. Yeah, around the corner. Uh, on Monday between the Philly Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. And we're, we're nearly about a month away from the AFL, probably a month and a week, I think. So. A bit happening now as well. Yeah, Nat Fife's just stepped down as captain. Yes, he has. Huge. Who, um, who replaces him? Surely Brayshaw. Yeah, I think You'd so think. too. 
Um, I heard David Money might be coming back. He might get take, a sniff and come back. Yeah. Him and Peter Bell. Maybe that's why he retired. Um, I'm not sure, but it's just one of those things um, come footy season. I I don't know if anyone else does this or you do this, but, uh, you, you know, the end of last season, especially for me as an Essendon supporter, you're sitting there going, we need a bit of strife here. You know, what's the club doing? Do I really want to support him anymore? Do I even want to watch the footy? Uh, do I hate myself or do I hate the club? <laughs> um, maybe that part's just me, but then – you get around this time of year and then you get about to the practice matches and you go, tell you what, we actually might be all right this year. <laughs> and you have, you've got no idea. No one ever does, but it's bloody exciting. It does. You did get a good feeling coming around to this time of the year and all the rumours swirl and how fit blokes are looking on the track, like Stringer, of course. And um, <laughs> Yeah, always one. Always yeah, one. When it gets closer, yeah, you do get the itch back. You get a bit you know, sick of it, sick of hearing about it, and then you have a break and you're like, geez, I want, oh, I want football back in my life. Oh, absolutely. Um, and it's the same with country footballers as well. I, I'm keen to watch a heap of country footy this year as well. Can't beat it. Yeah, so how's Marupna looking, by the way, uh, good, going mate. this year? Yeah, really good. Um, training hard. We've been training however many months now, and now it's really getting to the pointy end of pre-season where you start thinking about practice matches and all that fun stuff, camps, and then round one will be here before we know it. And Yeah. So we will uh, touch on what we're going to talk about in this episode because we love a touch on. Of course. Um, there is going to be, obviously, the Super Bowl. We're going to give our predictions on that. Um, a little bit more around the EPL. I don't think we need to talk about Man City too much. You can you can go and read TMZ or whatever you want to read to <laughs> to get your local dose of that. But um, we'll talk about that. Uh, the NBA as well, shaping into the All-Star weekend. And then I reckon a little bit about the NRL. Um, I was going to ask Shed for some, but I think he's enjoying a few butterbeers over in there. Uh, Can't get a hold of him. He's having too much fun over there, I think. Yeah, which is just, he's actually shut up for a bit, so it's good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit about the NRL um, just in terms of who's going to go okay. I'm not going to act like I'm an expert. I'll but, give it a go. Yeah, we'll give it a go. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Melbourne Storm, they'll be looking all right. Um, and uh, we're going to talk about the AFL, so I think, Last week was the first week we talked about the teams from the bottom last year, and we're going to talk about a few of the teams or a couple of the teams, I should say, uh, going into this year and how they're going to see fit. And um, as well as the SC faithful, I put a couple of questions up there today just around um, biggest sporting scandals in regards to Man City news that's just come out um, and also uh, the hot takes for the AFL for this year, which Love we, just went, we just went through them before and there's some outrageous ones on there, but that's what that's what I love. I love the I love the hot take and the um, excitement going into the season. And uh, to finish it off, we're going to have the uh, MVP and fraud awards. Which, like we've stated in the last couple of episodes, it's the SC faithful. They'll have their uh, tips for the MVP and fraud, and uh, the SC boys will have ours as well. And Without, there's only us two today, so I think the quiz would be pretty one-sided. So I, yeah. I think we might give it a miss today unless one of the boys rocks up like a Royal Rumble entrant <laughs> uh, coming up soon. So stay tuned for the, uh, the next part of the segment. I'll tell you what. I'm not that good with Roman numerals. <laughs> just had to Google it quickly. Yeah, it what does like LV2 L- mean? LV2, I didn't know if it was a wrestling move or what was going on there. I was talking about WWE a bit, but 57. Got there in the end, yeah, 57. The Super Bowl. Um, who, who are you going for? Um, Chiefs. I don't know. Just go on the Chiefs. Go on the Chiefs. Yep. Paddy Mahomes. Um, him and uh, Jalen Hurts. Obviously, the two starting quarterbacks for the teams, they both had excellent years, both the two favourites to win the MVP. Hopefully, for my account, Patrick Mahomes is the man, um, and I think he is. He was the raging favourite going into it. Hurts missed a couple of games towards the end of the year with, uh, with a slight injury, but uh, speaking of injuries, Patrick Mahomes has had a high sprain on that ankle. Could be syndesmosis. Syndesmosis, <laughs> yeah. Geez, the AFL has been struck with that. Lines I reckon up. that injury's just come up in the last five years. I reckon it has to. Everyone's <laughs> got it. As soon as someone goes over with an ankle, syndesmosis. Yep. Uh, so I, I, I think the Chiefs as well. Um, Are they favourites or is it pretty evenly do- split? Dollar ninety down the line. Jeez, um, so down the diddle. The bookies would be loving that, I think. Uh, not that they sponsor us yet. But oh, I think it's going to be uh, a fantastic Super Bowl. He's got that week rest, um, Patrick Mahomes, that is. Between and they have their NFL Pro Bowl, so like your All Star Weekend, like your Vicks versus All Stars in mm-hmm. the AFL, 
Um, they have that in between, which is, yeah, there's, and again, it's been a bit of an uproar in terms of you're not going to have your Super Bowl players playing in it. Um, they'll still be named Pro Bowl players, but it's basically just a injury free sort of yeah. a, uh, an event. Um, whether or not it's a good idea or not, I, I don't watch it enough to, and I didn't actually watch the game to comment on it. But uh, with the Super Bowl as well, we've got two Aussies that are going to be in there. We've got Jordan Malata. I hope I am pronouncing that correctly. Yeah, not. Um, he's an offensive tackle for the Philly Eagles. So I think he's been there for a couple of years now. Um, and there was a, a bit of an article on him how he was offered $5,000 to play for a, a lowly ranked in a, a rugby league team, so not actually in the NRL, Yeah, um, turned it down and said, you're going to take me chances over to America. He said he put on a few kilos, so he thought, I'm going across there, and uh, yeah, I think he's roughly, um, don't quote me on it, about $14 million. So, Jeez, good gamble. Yeah, <laughs> bit, <laughs> bit of an upgrade. So uh, good luck to him. But there's also another Aussie. Um, I'm not sure if you remember him, Aaron Sipos. Sipos, yes, I do. He played for St Kilda, didn't he? Yeah, big yeah. left boot. Yeah. Um, he is the punter for the Eagles as well. So if you're not sure who you're going for in the game um, and you want to support the Aussies, go for the Philly Eagles. Um They've had an incredible run to the year. I think they started the year something ridiculous like 11-0 and 0 or 12-0. I'm sure someone, again, screaming through their car radio going, do your research, boys. But they've sort of, in a, to a degree, come from the clouds a bit. And, uh, yeah, like I said, $1.90 down the line. It's going to be a, a bloody good game. But there is one, uh, one video that I did see today which I thought was quite funny. It was a reporter talking to Jalen Hurts, and he basically goes, Look, mate, I, I thought you were no chance to uh, be the quarterback, let alone make the Super Bowl, and Jalen Hurts is like, okay. And he's like, well, I just wanted to say sorry for that. And he's like, yeah, mate, cool. <laughs> Shuts him down. Don't think he said mate because that's an Australian term. And he basically went, yep, cool, and oh, just basically said, mate, you're nothing. So I thought that was uh, quite eventful within itself. Um, and, yeah, it should be a good game. you got Rihanna at uh, time for the Super Bowl. Yeah, I'm a bit shattered about that because um, when we had Lockie Ash on, um, I said that Jack Harlow, that was my big call. Jack Harlow was going to perform at halftime. So I'm hoping Raw Rumble again comes <laughs> out and performs. Well, you never know. Like last year they had nearly every rapper that's ever been in the yeah. West Coast um, rock up on the day. So where is where is the Super Bowl this year? Arizona. Oh, yes. So it'd be fairly hot over there. Yeah, bloody hell. Uh, I think. And what, but- the two teams, are like – are they better defensively or offensively? Offensively, is it going to be high scoring? Um, what's what's the game plan? You reckon? I think it will be high scoring. Um, there is a couple of brothers called the Kelsey brothers that play in the team. Oh, yep. So you have yep. got Travis Kelsey, who's arguably the, one of the greatest tight ends up there. With Rob Gronkowski, a few others in the team. So he's, I think he's had the most receptions and um, at, for a, any offensive player, let alone a wide receiver. Uh, in the playoffs, so he's going to be one to watch. He's going to be really good. Um, and then for the Eagles, you've got um, some great players as well, and Jalen Hurts can run and pass the ball. Um, so that'll be interesting. And the other Kelsey brother basically plays as the bloke that throws the ball to the quarterback oh, yep. behind him there, and um, people might have seen him doing the little little Uzi vert just on a <laughs> rock dance. And he's a big fella. He's in the touchdown zone, just getting the arms up and about. And What a lad. They actually have their own podcast together too. And, um, yeah, obviously as they're brothers, they've got a great connection. They're quite funny to watch. I think Cody recommended that to me, but he couldn't come on the pod, so quite interesting. But, uh, no, it's going to be a really – I think I've said it a few times. It's going to be an exciting Super Bowl for those that are um, taking an RDO on the Monday or um, have randomly just got COVID-19 again. So, um, yeah, it should be good to watch. Um, You've tipped Chiefs. I've tipped the Chiefs. Um and it should be good. That should be good. Um, just this is random, but the stadiums over there. I was looking at something. There was a video. Are they grass or are they that synthetic grass kind of? I I wish I had the answer. I'm pretty sure because they just look so nice. I'm pretty sure sure they would be fake. Uh, But don't quote me on it. If anyone actually does know, feel free to uh, rip into us into the DMs. But I'm pretty sure they're a type of synthetic that's. Not like your tiger turf yeah, sort of yeah. stuff around here, but um, I, I'm pretty sure they are synthetic because I don't oh, know my how grass that. like that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's ridiculous like how they have the snow and that over there. I don't know how yeah. the grass would survive. So I'm just taking a stab in the dark on that myself. Uh, NBA at the moment, the trade deadline is not too far away um, like we touched on at the start of the episode. Uh, Kyrie Irving to the Mavs. Um, 
few bits and bobs go back to the nets um, in regards for him. But I don't know how that's going to work, to be honest. Kyrie, like you know, is a bit of a circus. But um, you've got him and Luca that both play as a small sort of uh, point guard, shooting guard position. They both love hogging the ball. Um, so it's going to be interesting. I know you've got 48 minutes in the game, but it's going to be interesting to see how that works. You've sort of seen Russell Westbrook come across to the Lakers um, and they had that sort of an issue. So Westbrook had to come off the bench. And I don't think Kyrie Irving's the type of like that would want to be coming off the bench. But he might trade again before trade deadline. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why right. is he why is he leaving all these places and just moving on to different franchises? Well, um to do with uh the Brooklyn Nets, the most recent one, I think it was to do with how he got banned from COVID oh, and yeah. how the owner of the team basically threw him under the bus and just said, Unless you do XYZ to get back in, I think he had six things he had to check and they basically said he was irresponsible and I know it was during the peak of COVID and no one sort of knew what was going on. Treat him like crap, to be honest. But prior to that, um, he's been renowned for saying to to Cleveland, I know LeBron's left, but I'm not leaving you guys. He said it to like a seven-year-old kid. (laughs) You know, I'm not leaving you guys. I think about two weeks later he was at Boston. He's gone. (laughs) Um, And then at Boston he said, um, you know, I want to take you guys to a championship. And then he's at the Nets all of a sudden. All talk, yeah. And then he's at the Nets and he says, I don't want to leave number seven, Kevin Durant. We've got a good thing going here in Brooklyn. Um, and now he's at Dallas. So hopefully he's at the Detroit Pistons in a couple of weeks after that, the way he's going. <laughs> but, he, like he wouldn't own a house, would he? He'd just... Who knows? It's weird because you move around so many places. Like You might have a home base, but... It's one of those things with American sports as well. I know that especially baseball players, they play a lot of games that... Yeah. Never home. They can be halfway through an innings and they go, yeah, mate, pack up your bags <laughs> and uh, you're going to the Philadelphia Phillies. You're actually going to play for the other team we're playing right now. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Go do your warm-up with them. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's it's a little bit different how it works, but I understand their volume of games is a lot bigger and yeah. there's obviously a lot more money involved as well. Oh, you'd be pissed off if you were like Kyrie's wife. Oh, sorry, Dale, we're just going to move halfway across the country, take the kids, let's go. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how it would work. Um, I'm not a real estate agent either, so it would be, yeah, it'd be a lot to sort of um, get your head around, I think. It's, in terms of the trades as well, the Lakers, LeBron has been copying slander as well for him saying, is it is it me that I'm not getting traded for? Like, if players don't want to come here. And the Lakers, they just get so much airtime. And I know I say yeah, LeBron's the gate all the time, but uh, let's be honest, they're not even in the planes at the moment. Shouldn't be that much talk around it, but... Um, some of the other trades that have been um, sort of tossed up is you've got Kevin Durant um, with Irving leaving. The Phoenix Suns have sort of looked at him. Um, again, I'm not sure how that would work in terms of trades and picks, but I don't think that would get done within the next couple of days before the trade deadline. It might be something that happens in the off season, but who knows? Again, by the time this episode might come out, it could be players anyway. Um, but they trade for, like, picks – Way in advance, don't they? They're like yeah. twenty twenty eight third round or something like that. Yeah, and that's and that's the thing. Like um, again, we sort of refer back to the AFL. I think you can only do the next year um, for Somewhere, future picks. Yeah. Whereas, yeah, NBA, I think it's it's pushed now to seven years. Which <sighs> yeah. if you get it wrong, you're stuffing the team up for yeah. a decade plus. Um, which yeah, which is quite interesting within itself. But um, in terms of the teams that are looking good for the NBA. Um, I really like what Boston Celtics are doing at the moment, your team. Half a team. I'm still on the Pelicans a little bit, but if Boston win, I'm back on Boston. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pelicans actually lost 10 in a row. I so. know. As soon as I started watching them, they went downhill. Uh, they're missing that big man, the big Mountain Dew Zion. Mm-hmm. Um, they need him back, definitely. But, yeah, Boston I'm high on at the moment. The Milwaukee Bucks have been um, really, really good with Giannis, who had a 54-point game the other day. Um, just took them all on himself. Uh, who else is up there? Uh, for me, they're they're the teams to beat. Those two at this stage, Denver Nuggets are probably still one to watch with Jokic and um, the depth they've got with Murray and Porter Jr. But they're probably the teams to watch. And um, if you want to throw a few shillings on it, um, don't listen to me. Get on any team that you want. And the Australian today was it Josh Green? Yep, for the Mavs. Yep. Yeah, twenty nine points or something. Yeah, it's uh, he. He's had a. Big shoot to start him sort of thing. Um, known as a sort of a defensive player like a lot of Aussies sort of are. So, uh, good on him. Yeah, it must have been good. And um, was it LeBron 36? 36 away? points away. Um, 
Does he get it next game? Nah, I don't think he does. You'd be pissed off if you bought a ticket. Yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. Gets would, but it's not like <laughs> it's one of those things. People are like, oh, he better get it. It's like, oh, he's just going to pull three six yeah. out of his ass. But uh, I, I think he'll he'll get between the twenty five to thirty, and then it'll be you know what? He'll probably get year. like forty eight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or if he has thirty five or yeah. something, you'd be filthy. <laughs> but it's one of those records that um, people say this all the time, but. I don't think in our lifetime will ever be broken again because played for 20 years, averaging 27 points. Um, he's only had one sort of half season off in that sort of time through injury, um, and I don't see it getting broken, but that's what records are for, I guess. Exactly right. You never know. Um, NRL time. We're, we're zipping through them, but good. Um, I'm, I'm keen to see who you think is going to take the Chockeys this year in the NRL. Um, can't say Melbourne Storm. Um, they will, they I said that. Good. I said that, but I'll change it up. Um, I think Shed is talking me into the Sydney Rabbitohs. Yes, yes, yes. They're a good side. They've got they've got a bit of a naughty boy at the moment, Latrell Mitchell. Mm. Um, we were just talking about off air him and uh, Jack White, who plays for, or he was at the Canberra Raiders. Um, I'm not sure if he still is, but they had a bit of a pub scruffle that turned into an arrest quite quickly, which um, seems to be quite fitting for the NRL boys. Yeah, they. Yeah. Not very good in the news, though, the NRL boys. They um, like to have a beer or two and then, yeah, punch on. Yeah, I'm not we're, I'm not sure on the details on it. But, oh, I don't know. Who um, knows? Typical for the, the NRL. <laughs> Just a little dig there. <laughs> Sorry, boys. Yeah, but uh, my boys, the North Queensland Cowboys, I think will be uh, actually up there this year. And it's, I don't think it's just a biased thing. They, were, they sort of shocked teams last year with their sort of step up, um, sort of like the Sydney Swans mm-hmm. in the AFL. Um, they've got a bloke called Ruben Cotter. Who also might be uh, in Harry- Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah, he's in Hufflepuff as well. Uh, who I think um, he's a he's a good big man. He'll play quite well this year. So what's the new team called? Is the Dolphins or something? Yeah, the Dolphins. Is it the, is it the Gold Coast Dolphins? We bloody should know. This. Dolphins. You keep talking, and I'll look it up. Yeah, interesting because they bought um, what's his name Wayne as the coach. Yep. Um, so they've got a few big names. I'm not sure who else the players are. You'll probably look it up. Um, gone over there, but yeah, he's based in Queensland. I'm guessing. Yep. Um, but I swear it's just the Dolphins. Well, I'm literally looking up now. It's Dolphins NRL team. So yeah. if someone could give me a um, enlightening on who the team is, I'd love to know. But obviously they're like a new franchise team and so far. So if someone can actually give me a location, whether or not they're just a uh, nomad team that just <laughs> plays at any stadium per week, I'm not quite sure. But I, I am keen to watch a bit more NRL this year. Um, and get me knowledge up considering Shed's not on the pod this year. Yeah, we're gonna, someone's going to have to take his place. EPL time now. <laughs> we really got into the NRL there. That was really good. But the EPL at the moment, you've still got Arsenal on top by five points with a game in hand. And with Man City um, going to the clink at the moment, I think that they're looking really good to it. Mm. Um, you can't bet on it at the moment due to that sort of factor. But Newcastle, the other boys that were... Um, Spending a lot of money as well on players. Um, they're going really well. And um, Manchester United, Bronson, messaged me about 98 times today saying, <laughs> make sure you mention how well they're going, which they are, to be fair. Um, you've already talked about West Ham. Don't need to talk about West Ham. Um, they're down the bottom. They're not in relegation at the moment, which is good, but I think they're about two games out. Yeah, so, same as uh, Leeds as well. Yeah. Uh, you just might be battling it out throughout the this year. This might throw you a bit. Do you know the teams that might come up? From, yeah, you're throwing me. Yep. I'm no, not going to no, lie. No. Um, I, I was just, yeah. it's, it's been hard to take an interest in it, but I will look it up as you as you are talking. Is it the same, like, say there's six teams that always are just in that bottom up and down, up and down, or does it change quite frequently? So Bournemouth are a team that is constantly in a relegation battle. Um, years ago, Sunderland were a team like that. Um, I don't know. Would you rather support a team that's always around tenth and you know that they're playing in the Premier League, or do you want a team that you know is fighting for relegation and if they go down, they're going to be really good the next year? Yeah, it's yeah, it's hard to choose really because yeah, you want them in the best, but if they're just yeah, like you said, not competing for the flag. Then so for the point. championship, um, while you bring that up, um, the in betweeners' favourite team, Burnley, um, <laughs> they're sitting they're sitting top a clear by seven points. You got Sheffield United in second. Middlesbrough in third, who uh, Mark Viduka used to play for. Lutton Town, which it just sounds like a random name. And then you got Watford as well in fifth. So they're probably the teams battling at the top in the uh, EFL 
championship at this stage. So um, it, yeah, that should be interesting as well. And you had um, the Australian, Harry Suter, was it? Harry Suter, Suter? yes, the man from the uh, World Cup that plays for Leicester. Um, made his debut the other day, but uh, didn't go to plan. He oh, really? uh, <laughs> own goal. Oh, no. Oh, no. But it was oh, no. a 30 mil or upwards of that, someone? Yeah. So, uh, and the funny thing is he's actually Scottish. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. So people were going, um, go in the Aussie, go in the Aussie, and people coming in like the most Scottish Aussie I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. So it's one of those things um, in, and I think you can do it in the cricket as well. If you don't feel like you're going to get a gig for your country, um, you can nominate for another club. But he, his mother, I believe, does have an Australian passport. Oh, yeah, there is some, there is some sort of link there, but uh, he's probably our best player and he's Scottish. So we'll claim him. We'll claim him um, and we'll take what we can get from that. Uh, any other sports we can, before we go to a break and get into the AFL? Uh, well, cricket's starting up soon. It's just test in India. Yep. I think that's this week sometime, but uh, Aaron Finch retired from international cricket. He did. Yeah. So um, he's been good for the short form of the game. Didn't quite make it in the test arena, but um, he'll be missed. He'll probably still play Big Bash and all those 2020 comps. Um, yep. But, yeah, I think the test starts this week and it'll be good. I think it starts at like 2 p.m. our time or something, so it's like perfect. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, Unreal. It, yeah, it does. It's going to be – it's probably going to be better than the summer cricket that we watched. Yeah. To be yeah, honest. It'll be a bit more competitive and um, we'll hope Australia still win, but, yeah. See what happens over there. Sports galore at moment. You got the Super Bowl, you got um, the EPL with all the dramas going on there, NBA All Star coming up. Like we said, AFL, NRL just around the corner. If you like your ice hockey and your baseball, probably go to another podcast, to be honest. But actually, ice hockey's coming to Australia at the end of the year, I think. Is it? Yeah. I just heard it on the radio on the way here. Yeah. So that one in. So we'll have to. um, I wouldn't mind going to watch. Yeah, I'd go to watch and get one of the. You know, the good players from the team, one of them. Yeah, yeah, buddy Oath. Um, Yeah, that Russian bloke is really good too. (laughs) We'll get him on. All right, we'll go to a break and uh, AFL hot takes from the SE faithful. All right, guys, uh, the SE faithful have chimed in. Um, they do a fantastic job every week and they're getting better and better every week. I don't know if it's because I keep asking very politely or whether they're getting invested into the show, which can be good. So we'll get into um, the biggest sporting scandals in sport. Um, There's been a few. So obviously um, this is sparked on like I touched on at the start of the episode for Man City and uh, basically what's going on there. But um, another one that um, follows suit with that is FIFA's uh, corporate corruption um, going around from the World Cups to basically, to be honest, the Qatar World Cup that they've just recently had, Australia was in the box seat to have that. And they got bribed, didn't they? Yeah, and it's there's a documentary on Netflix about it. Um, a lot of talk around FIFA and the corruption um, that happens around there. And um, there is talk around in the Champions League as well that um, – that the draws when they pull the names out of the hats fix at times as well. And so like, because they just, who knows what goes on, whether or not it's true or not, um, I'm not sure. But, yeah, there is a few, there's got to be a few dodgy things that go on there. Always. Um, another one, which I thought was a really good one, I didn't think of, was the sporting scandal of Lance Armstrong. Yes, very true. Um, doped up for most of his two of the Frances, I think. He got all stripped, were they? I think yeah. He got nine or something. Seven, seven. Yes. Yeah, so whatever. he was basically the ghost in that field. Yeah. Um, and then he had testicular cancer. Yep. Um, lost one of his mates. And then, uh, and by mates, I mean downstairs. Um, and basically, there he started the Live Strong yep. um, cancer thing and all of that, which is fantastic what he's done there. Mm-hmm. But then you get the doping scandal that comes into it. And I'm pretty sure um, a lot of cyclists have been done for doing that. Yeah, I think so. I think pretty common. But um, yeah, he was. The best, well, the best one they'd ever seen until it all happened and it came crashing down. But yeah, no wonder he was so good. <laughs> it just reminded me of that time that you said that thing on the side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, I'm not getting back into that. That's <laughs> one of the funniest things on one of my episodes. Go oh, back and listen. Unbelievable scenes. Bloody wankers. Um, another sporting scandal, I guess you could say, was Aaron Hernandez um, that played for the New England Patriots. Yes, I watched. I actually watched the documentary, and I enjoyed this documentary. <laughs> yes, I, was about to say, I actually, I actually really enjoyed um, this one yeah, too. Not the uh, what happened, not the context of it, but it was yeah, really in depth and stuff. But um, yeah, so what he was only young, twenty something. 
Yeah, and he basically had star. the future ahead of him. Yep. And um, again, it's a recommended watch. It's basically what's happened to him there. And um, I don't want to give any spoilers away, even though it happened 10 years ago. But um, yeah, the story on Aaron Hernandez, if you haven't heard about it or seen it, it's, it's yeah, it is seriously a sporting scandal. So I'm not sure who actually put that in. I apologize, but that's an absolute cracking one. Um, and I had an absolute influx on. I wonder what this is going to be. Uh, who knows what it could be on. I'm not sure. Maybe it was Sam Draper's goal of the year. I'm not sure from last year. No, it was the Essendon uh, drug scandal um, that happened. So the Cronulla Sharks had the exact same issue through a mate that's going to feature in the Fraud Awards from the panel later on, Um, and they basically got a slap across the wrist in comparison to what Essendon got. And we're seeing articles about it now still coming up um, this long on. It's been dragging on for a while now, yeah. I remember Dermot Burton... um, saying this this will stuff Essendon up for over a decade. And I'm like, this bloke is so Hawthorne man, hates yep. Essendon. Jeez, he's been right. And the rest. <laughs> yeah, so um, that's that was by far. We had 17 votes in for uh, – not votes, but um, 17 people come in with that one. And I'm not sure if that's just a lot of the boys uh, taking the mickey out of me, but it, it was a big sporting scandal to happen. It's the biggest the one in Australia is probably saying. Yeah. Hit, uh, probably definitely. closest to home. Definitely. Um, speaking of – Hot takes uh, in football, which I don't think I said anything about hot takes, but uh, going into the <laughs> AFL now that we've talked about that. Good segue. Oh, great segue. Um, again, I've asked the faithful to give their hot takes and they've come in spades. So um, I couldn't put all of them in, so I apologise um, for those that I couldn't. Uh, but we've had a few and one of them is from a faithful listener himself, Joel Costa, and he's coming Richo. with Sam Walsh or Nick Dacos to win the Brownlow this year. Yes, um, don't mind it. Obviously, being a Pies supporter, I'd love Nick Dacos to win it. Um, Sam Walsh, bit of a back problem at the moment. I think he's struggling to get to round one, but if he gets plays the whole year, he'll be right up there in the votes, of course. Yeah, and he had a the year before he had a great year, and he's just building on that. And if the way that we see it, that Carlton should play finals, uh, Collingwood, you think should play finals as well. You think that would end up um, there? Big chance to sort of take votes. Back to back Carlton players winning Brownlow as well. Yeah. And if they miss the finals again Jeez. on top of that, well, we. Um, that, so that's a great hot take. I like that one. And and to follow suit on that, um, one of the boys has come in with the Blues to win the flag this year, which I actually don't mind. Yeah. It's it's a hot take. Yeah. But it's good. They'll, they'll make finals, I reckon. Um, I'll probably won't lock them in, but I'm confident they'll make finals. And who knows what they can do? They've got a good list and. Yep, I'll take it. This one, um, I thought it's a bit interesting, um, and I, yeah, I didn't know what to think of it. But Adelaide Crows to finish top ten this year, so they finished Ooh. fourth last last year, um, which equates to fifteen for those playing at home. Um, I don't. So five teams have to drop from above them, roundabouts, whatever. Yeah, I, personally, I don't see it. I'd I say think that's an extra hot take. Like, I think that is. As weird as it sounds, I think that's more of a hot take than Carlton win the Premiership. Yeah, I'd say even though the Premiership's harder 12, to win, they could finish. You know, twelfth. Hey, you never know though. Like Collingwood last year. Yeah, um, that is true. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah, um, it's good. Good I'd, take though. No, nah, it's a good take. Um, another one in for small forward to win the Coleman. I like that. I like, I like it too. It a lot. Yeah. Um, you had like, a couple of years ago. Your blokes like Charlie Cameron, uh, Toby Green was up there. Papley. Um, Big forwards feel like they, they're sort of easing, they're getting their way back into it now. Yeah, I think so. Um, coming but, back in, but a small forward to win would be awesome. Yeah, I like that one. It's a bit left field. This is probably the hottest take of them all, this one. Um, I couldn't pronounce the name of this person's Instagram handle, and I was talking to Hicksie about it earlier. Um, absolutely love you for putting your question in, but you've got about 98 underscores in your name. <laughs> so <laughs> just, yeah, but... I really like this hot take because it's the most far-fetched of them all and it's Hawthorne to win the flag this year. Oh, this year? Oh, sorry, I thought you meant ever. <laughs> yeah. um, I'm going to be honest, I've got him in the bottom two. Yeah, but I've got him yeah, down there. I'll tell you what, um, I'm going to look up who this is and I'll give you a merch pack which will be coming out soon um, and something else as well if that gets up. Um, I'll Look, research I'll, it. We will buy it. No, I'm not saying that. I was going to say we'll buy a corporate box of the grand final if they get in. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's a like, slither of hope. Tell you what, that's actually not a bad call. <laughs> Jeez, we'd be eating our humble pie if yeah. that happened. But <laughs> trust me, uh, from a bloke that bought a corporate box last year, the uh, return on investments isn't great. Um, 
But it is a good day out. So, no, thank you very much for that hot take. I absolutely love it. And this one's coming now. It's more about the game itself. Um, It's actually from Shed. Uh, Meaning the mark rule will be uh, horribly umpired for the umpires for the first three weeks, but he does love the rule, though. So I don't know. Interesting. I think, yeah, I think his hot take is basically obviously around the meaning of the mark rule. I think they did change a little, like tweak the rule a little bit. I think um, if you fake a handball and the guy on the mark moves, it's not 50 anymore. Yep. Something along that lines anyway. So, yeah, it might take a little few weeks to adjust, but I like the rule. Now it's time um, to talk about the team's uh, going up the ladder. So last week we talked <laughs> – made no sense then. Uh, <laughs> last week we talked about uh, – who was at the bottom last year? You had North, West Coast. GWS. And GWS. So um, today we're going to be talking about Essendon. Basically, where do we start really? I think it's – Essendon's one of those teams you just don't know where you're going to get. You've got a new coach and you've got Brad mm-hmm. Scott. Um, you hear good things about when new coaches come in and implement this and that, but – to be honest, I think I see us finishing around 11th to 12th. Um, I don't know if that's an overreaction or a bit biased, but, yeah, I, I, that's where I see him finishing. Um, who knows? They could make finals. They could bottom out again and be terrible. You just don't know. Um, I think they'll improve a lot this year. Um, I want to say 10th, but I reckon they could sneak in at 8th to the finals. They've got they've got some good talent in the team. Um, if Stringer, well, he's been performing elite yeah. in this preseason. I've heard there's always one. If he gets himself right for a whole year and he can dominate, I think Dyson Heppel obviously needs to take a step back and um, let someone else, obviously Andy McGrath and that through the midfield and um, Dyson. Uh, I said that um, Parish and all those boys through the midfield. You've got a very very good midfield and Draper in the ruck as well. On top of that as well, we had one of the SC faithful actually message in and say. Give us a player for a team that you see improving this year or, you know, could, could come left field or whatever it might be. Um, one of them for me is Archie Perkins. Started off last year really well. I think he sort of tapered off towards the end, but I think his um, potential is through the roof from what he can achieve. And he's um, looking to get more midfield minutes this year. Yep. And I think he's one to watch. So for super coach people out there that want to get a sort of a point of difference player or um, just to watch in general, I think Archie Perkins is probably the one to watch. Yeah, I don't mind it. Um, I'm going to go not so much someone um, who's going to take the next step or anything like that, but just Tipper. Yep. Donald Tipper Woody, just to see what he does when he comes back. Obviously, he had a year, two years? year and a bit. Yeah, a year and a bit so. out of the game and then. Oh, yeah, roughly by the so time. two years anyway. Yeah, um, that. Found his love for footy again and yeah, it'd be interesting to see how he comes back. Um, when he first started, obviously, he was just ball of muscle that was quick as um and he probably do the exact same so he'll yeah create a bit of spark for you um but yeah interesting to see if he plays the whole season or if he's up and down but yeah that's one to not so much watch if they're going to have a good year just watch to see what happens with him speaking of corporate boxes if the boys get there i'll um i reckon i'll buy the mcg i'd love to see it but no Lead is well and truly on, and I'm pretty sure it's locked as well. Um, Adelaide Crows, um, where, where do you see them? We've obviously had one of the SC faithful chime in with top 10 finish. Yeah, how do you see them going, mate? Um, yeah, so obviously uh, finished 14th uh, last year, had the eight wins, 14 losses. Did a little bit in the trade period. Um, obviously, the big mum was Rankin, Isaac Rankin. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, came across on, oh, I think it's something ridiculous, like $4 million over five years or something like that. Yep. So a bit of pressure on him. As soon as um, there's a lot of money involved with trades and stuff, there's just added pressure on the player to perform. But he'll be um, pretty handy down the forward line. Obviously, you've got Rochelle down there as well. Yep. He lit the world on fire early. Um, he's leading the Coleman after a couple of games. Taylor Walker down there, he's bit, get, obviously getting a bit older, but he can still um, move around all right. And then all the other oldies like uh, Rory Sloan coming back from an ACL. Yep. Laird. Um, Laird, Smith, and they've – their number one pick, or not number one, but their first pick of the draft was Max Michelini, who is a key defender, which I think they need. Yep. Um, they've obviously got Buttsy down there, um, Jordan Butts. And who else they got down there? Oh, Brody Smith. He's, yeah, one of the older ones. Um, so I think their back line's a little bit weak. Um, their forward line's pretty handy with those um, small forwards I mentioned. And their midfield, yeah, they've got a few young kids running through there as well. Yep. So I do see them improving. I'd like to say... I'm going to say, yeah, 
top 10 maybe not, but top 12, I think. They can finish 12th. They'll be pretty happy with that. Yep. Um, and there, there is a bloke um, for speaking of players who we're going to think that's going to go okay. Sam Berry, I think, will have a really mm. good year. I yep. think he led the league in tackles last year. Had a big year last year. Um, an undisclosed platform. He's paying about $151 to make the All-Australian team. So get on. So a bit of value there. Only put about 300 on it, but I think he'll go okay. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens with Matt Crouch as well. Yes. Because he didn't get a look in last year. Um, he was in and out, and then he'd have 30 and get dropped. And So I don't know if he's shagging Nixie's <laughs> wife or something. But Yeah. Um, and then there's another kid who's had five games since he got drafted. I think it was 2019, 2020. He's been a bit injured. But uh, Luke Pedler. Yeah, right. You might not know who he is, but he's absolutely flying on the track. Yeah, there's always heard. one. And um, just looking at the team I copied and pasted from an AFL website, he's not in that team. So he might be a sneaky for a oh, – couldn't be a rising star, could he? He's only played uh, five games and he's been in there for three years. Yeah, I think once you've hit 21 yeah, maybe all Australian. Yeah, but, <laughs> straight, into, <laughs> straight into all Australian. I love but it. But Adelaide's first uh, five games, they've got Giants. Yep. Richmond, Port, Frio, and Carlton. Cool. So if they can get – they'll be probably happy they can with be two and three. Two and three. Three and two they'd be pretty happy with, I'd say. They'd be – um. But, yeah, two and three after that and then, yeah, see what happens from there. But, yeah, top 12 for me. Who's your man to watch? My man to watch? Ooh. Darcy Fogarty, actually. Ooh. Yeah. I like that. Um, he came in a couple of years ago, however many years ago, as just a big, thick boy. Yeah. Um, bit of a Taylor Walker 2.0. And I reckon that he will have to have a big year because Taylor Walker's on the end of his career. And if he can take the mantle as their number one forward, I reckon that'll be huge in his career. Yeah, so you see him finishing 12th. Yeah, I'd say roughly. 12th, yep. Yeah, I've got him about 15, 16th, I reckon. Fair enough. Um, bit of a whack, but hey, boys, I'll be interested. But uh, there is a shit bloke um, that I want to talk about as well, um, Josh Rochelle. Start yep. of the year, like you said, house on fire, um, playing really well. Um, one of the blokes that does um, some personal training around Shepherd and Trent Sratman um, mm-hmm. does a bit of work with him. And he says he's in for a really, really good year and look out for him. He's so, flying on the track. So Trent's the man to see if you're in Shepparton as well and you want to give it a PT, you're a younger player that wants to go see someone. Yeah, look out for Josh Rochelle this year because um, he's done a mountain of work, which all AFL players do, by the way, but uh-huh. I just think he'll have a really great year. We'd love to see it. Let's go, Crows. Before we get into the MVP and fraud awards, um, you've done a bit of research while uh, macking on a kebab. Uh, the <laughs> yeah, I did actually. <laughs> <laughs> the live is it? What do you call it? The live predict- ladder predictor. The ladder predictor. Yeah. Oh, geez, I'm struggling tonight. But the ladder predictor, as everyone knows, you usually do it about five rounds to go, and Hicksy's just going. I'm going to do the whole hog here. You want to give us a quick rundown on where who finishes where? Oh, just on the app. I just um, I was a bit bored. I was eating my um kebab, and I went through. I'm like, oh, ladder predictor. You know, I'll just drag the teams up and down where I think they're going to finish. But no, you go through every round, who wins, who loses, and then at the end it just does a predictor for you. You must have had a jumbo kebab. Is that what it's taken And a side of chips. Um, so I'll just go through and then I'll tell you the grand final and the finals, obviously, at the end. So basically don't even bother watching the AFL this year. No, I, I know what's going to happen. Yep. Starting from the top, we've got Brisbane, Ooh. Richmond, Melbourne, and Geelong, top four. They've all been thereabouts. Um, fifth, we've got... Collingwood, Sydney, Carlton, and Essendon Wee. just sneak in in eighth. And then going down, we've got in ninth, we don't have Richmond because they're up the top. Uh, Fremantle, Suns, Crows, the Bulldogs. And then 13th, Port Adelaide, above North Melbourne. Ooh. 14th, St Kilda. And then the bottom four, we have North, Giants, Hawks, and then the Eagles. I know we're going to probably – I think St Kilda might be next week, but where are they going? They are such a middle-of-the-road side. Bunch of B-graders, really. Oh, and <laughs> I hope they prove me wrong this year and they go yeah. well. Um, but, yeah, I just they've got a lot of players, like you said, that are B-graders. They're so. underperforming as well, I think. Um, it'd be frustrating to be a St Kilda oh, supporter because they do give you a bit of hope and then gets crushed pretty, pretty easily. And I think um, Big Max King has hurt himself, so he won't be available at the start of the season. Is he really? I think it's his shoulder or something. Yeah. 
So they're just unlucky with it, the run like that. But uh, we'll go into the finals. Uh, first week of finals, uh, Brisbane play Geelong. Yep. You reckon Brisbane get the chockies there? Yep. Collingwood, Essendon. Collingwood get the chockies there? Flat. Sydney, Carlton. That'll be up in Sydney. Sydney get the chockies. And then Richmond, Melbourne. I've gone Richmond at the MCG. Yeah, you're big on Richmond this I year. I am. I'm very big on them, and you'll find out why in a second. Uh, second week of finals, Geelong, Collingwood. I hate to say it. Geelong win that one. And then Melbourne, Sydney in Melbourne. Yep. Melbourne win that. And then uh, the next week will be Brisbane, Melbourne, up in Brisbane. And I think Brisbane are going to choke. and Melbourne win that. And then it's uh, Richmond, Geelong at the G, Richmond again. Straight into the grand final, Melbourne, Richmond, Richmond come out on top. Huge. Huge. So if you're ever having a jumbo kebab out there and um, you're looking to do the ladder predictor for the year, feel free to send it through to us and um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll give our hot takes on it. I don't mind that one, especially because Essendon's in there. Well, uh, let me know how shit my ladder is. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. Um, can't believe we're talking about this. And it's the early Feb and we've just gone here. Here's the season. That just shows that uh, we're bloody keen for the season to start. But without further ado, it's time for the MVP and Fraud Awards. So, Well, you're getting them ready. Do you want me to just read out our leaders? Absolutely. For those that are listening, I would love to, uh, love to use to chuck across on the YouTube to have a look at it. Um, the studio's um, still in construction at the moment, but it would help if you can subscribe along the way. And um, yeah, all right, our leaderboard that is very neatly updated today. Uh, the MVP we still have Australia cricket team on top with six votes. Uh, LA Lakers second with three. Uh, equal second, Joker Djokovic. Uh, and the Kubler and Hijikata, the Australian men's doubles. Well pronounced. <laughs> and then uh, fifth place, Kansas and Mahomes are uh, joint. And in the fraud, uh, we've got South Africa on six for being frauds when they were here in Australia. Uh, NBA fan voting, Sydney weather on three. Uh, and two votes equal Boston, Chelsea and Liverpool. Love that. Absolutely love those votes. Um, and this week, the fans, are, or I should say faithful. They faithful, are very faithful. Um, have come through with um, their votes again. And, again, it's, this is the most we've had ever this week. So thank you very much, guys. Um, we'll start with the MVP. One's going to the Philly Eagles, um, who are obviously in the Super Bowl. Uh, two votes has gone to Marcus Rashford. And I, I know Bronson was one of the votes. But we had a few for them as well. Um, he's playing really well, and that's why Manchester United are going well. So great votes. And three goes to Harry Kane for kicking 200 Premier League goals for a team that hasn't won any trophies. They cop a lot of flack, but it's a bloody good achievement. Um, and now across to their fraud awards. Um, one vote's gone to Kyrie Irving um, in regards to him hopping across from sides like there's no tomorrow. Two votes, um, and I had a couple in for this one as well. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, is Emmanuel Navarrete. He cheated Liam Wilson. Um, I've had a few people say this for dodgy, dodgy scales. They reckon into before the weigh-in. Yeah, he had dodgy scales. Interesting. I don't know the ins and outs of that, but um, and he also had a twenty-eight second knockout count. Why did you say down. that? Yeah. Um, so two votes has gone to you, mate. Your name's that long. You're probably not going to go <laughs> on the board. So hopefully you don't give any more. Um, and three votes um, they've given to the NFL Pro Bowl as well, which is fair enough. It's good whack. Now it's time for our votes. One vote for Aaron Finch. Great career. MVP vote, yep. Yep, MVP vote, <laughs> I should clarify. No, great great career by the Great career. Um, and following on with cricket, we've got two votes for the Perth Scorchers, which um, was a great, great final. Great final, actually. Um, really good. And their fifth title, I think. So they're leading. Yeah, five yeah. out of 12. Not bad. Which is a bloody Shock, good effort. Right? And the uh, Melbourne Stars still sitting on duck eggs, even though they've been to a few finals. Same with the Hobart Hurricanes, but we won't talk about that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, and three votes. Um, I thought this one was pretty obvious for it, was for Tom Brady for his career. Yep. Well done, mate. And I'm sure you'll be uh, playing for the 49ers, like Cody said, uh, next year, even though you've retired twice. Did you see someone's trying to sell um, bottled sand from where he announced his retirement? Yeah, it's up to around $113,000. <laughs> like, fucking ridiculous. You're kidding me, aren't you? Jeez. Um, if you're one of those buyers out there, probably have a look at, good uh, look at yourself, I think. Maybe we could do that. Yeah, maybe we could put it in the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah. 
Um, and across to the fraud awards now, um, one vote to the Trail Mitchell or Lateral Mitchell because <laughs> lateral. He, he should have gone lateral from the cops, mate, because you've absolutely cost yourself there. Um, it's not a good look heading into the season. But yeah, if you're going to have a fight with a mate, even if it's fake, don't get arrested. Yeah, don't especially get arrested. Especially when you're a sports star because everyone's going to know. Yeah, especially in public. And I'm sure Peter Vlandy's the NRL CEO, would be pulling his hair out over that one. Uh, two votes goes to the Brooklyn Nets for their handling of the Kyrie, KD, James Harden, every other play that plays for them at the moment. Ben Simmons, another one. Um, the way what's going on over there with the owner and uh, the way they're looking, it's an, they've absolutely bottled that. They had a really good chance at um, making a good run, but I don't see it happening. Even though um, a couple of the younger players have had a couple of good games over the last few days. Three votes. Three votes goes to Stephen Dank. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You haven't, yeah, you haven't said anything for, what, is it 11 years? And then you've just come out saying, I'm innocent, blah, blah, blah. You know, I didn't even read the article because it's absolute porridge, mate. It, your history speaks for itself. Cronulla Sharks, I could go on about it. I'm trying to limit swearing on this podcast, mate. Um, it's no, not let him have it. <laughs> no, it's, it is bullshit, to be honest <laughs> with you. Um, if I could give five votes to you, I would. It's... Uh, your reputation speaks for itself. Yeah, it's you've put my club in a porridge position for this long and you've made Dermot Burton right for once and I'm not happy about it. So don't come uh, don't come out now with your accusations or your whatever you find is the truth because it's pretty it's pretty obvious that uh, he was the lead instigator into it and um, won't fall on his own sword for it. So they're my votes. I've got it off my chest. Well deserved. Yep. Well, um, I've got it off my chest, so I can't wait to update the leaderboard with uh, Hixie. Especially, he's been really good this year at updating that. We've actually we're live on it. Jar Marines are up there every week now. Yeah, and hopefully by the end of it, we have an actual tally, unlike last year. But uh, it's been good. Nah, thanks for thanks for joining me again, Hixie. No, no worries, mate. Um, pleasure. Um, enjoy the rest of your week. Um, I'll see you same time next week. Yep, and again, those for listening, um, if you could just subscribe on YouTube, uh, let a mate know. It actually generally does help. So uh, thanks all for joining in. And for those that are watching on YouTube, I I appreciate it and um, can't wait to deliver more content for 2023. Go Chiefs. Go Chiefs.